0: Right, the time is now at uh, 2.37. Let's turn to the final part of today's 1-2-3 uh, show, um, and that is uh, Trash Talk. This week on Trash Talk, Marcy Trent-Long speaks with Joshua Wong, who is the Corporate Responsibility and uh, Sustainability Manager of the Hong Kong and Shanghai Hotels, about their efforts throughout the years, as well as the upcoming Hong Kong Ocean Economy Summit.
1: Trash talkers, did you know that if the ocean were a nation, it would rank as the seventh largest economy in the world? The plastic pollution and warming seas due to climate change are challenging the notion that we can continue living off the ocean's resources forever. Luckily, a few companies in Hong Kong are changing their business models a bit to incorporate initiatives that can help protect our beautiful seas. With us today to talk about some of those initiatives is Joshua Wong, Manager for Corporate Responsibility and Sustainability at the Hong Kong and Shanghai Hotels. And he's also speaking on October 5th at the upcoming Ocean Economy Summit. So welcome to the show, Joshua.
0: Hello. Thank you. Thank you for having me here.
1: Yeah, it's great to have you. But why don't we take a step back and and tell us about the Hong Kong and Shanghai Hotels Company. It's a pretty old and famous company in Hong Kong. But what are some of the hotels and restaurants you represent?
0: Sure. Um, the Hong Kong and Shanghai Hotels owns and operates some of the world's finest luxury hotels under the Peninsula brand, um, as well as strategic real estate and tourism assets such as the Repulse Bay and the Hong Kong's famous Peak Tram. Um, uh, within our portfolio, uh, we actually have um, six restaurants in our hotel in Hong Kong, and also two others in the Repulse Bay. Um, and there are several at our managed clubs. Um, among those, some are Michelin stars restaurants. Um, I am not going to give you all the names, but um, I'm sure you can, you know, search for the restaurants on our webpage. Yeah.
1: Okay, great. And yeah, they're all really famous and delicious, too. So, and I was reading through your sustainability report and you guys all the way back in 2011, banned shark fin soup. Was that the start of one of your efforts to protect ocean biodiversity?
0: correct uh we were the first international hotel company to bank chaffin um that was our first signature program focusing on protecting marine biodiversity um and given our strong presence in asia um it was regarded as very bold movement for us um and that was only the start of the discussion on other um initiatives such as assessing our seafood offering uh, with the hope to phase out critically endangered species on our menu, especially in the Chinese cuisine, um, and also how to source sustainable seafood.
1: Mm, interesting, right? So, so later on, you developed a seafood marketplace tool with the environmental group Hoi Conservation Organization to help with your seafood traceability. So, how did that work?
0: Yeah, I think um, we encountered a lot of challenges in terms of assessing our seafood sustainability um, due to the complexity of the seafood supply chain. And you probably will you know, learn some of those from the recent Netflix documentary called Suspiracy. <laughs> um, well, it's very famous. Everyone is talking about this. Um, and actually very often um, I have to say the basic information of the seafood, such as species name, Um, origins, catch methods were not readily available when we asked our suppliers. Um, And that was actually quite surprising because without this information, we can't really do a comprehensive assessment of our seafood offering. Um, And then later on, there are also lots of news talking about mislabeling of the seafood that make us believe that um, traceability would be the area that we should focus on. Um, and as a brand, uh, we do believe that we have the responsibility to know the seafood that we are serving our customers. Right. Um, otherwise, you're kind of um, getting into a point of whether the seafood are legal or not. Um, it's the same as, you know, hiring labor, right? hiring staff. You have to make sure that they have the ID card. They are legal to work in Hong Kong. Um, otherwise how can you feel comfortable that they can work in your hotel and seafood is the same so I think that's why uh, we have a very interesting idea of you know why don't we create a marketplace that um, we can create an online market for seafood that have clear documentations and at the fair lease with the basic informations so buyers like us can go onto the platform and look for the seafood that we, we want. Um, and this platform actually, uh, would enable us to have greater access to, um, seafood choices and making sustainable seafood sourcing a less painful process. Um, because I think, uh, one of the key challenge that our chef and also procurement team telling us is, um, sustainable seafood, when we first started our journey, it's really not that mainstream and it's very, very difficult, even to this moment, it's still very difficult to, you know, look for a sustainable option and also asking for the, all the documentations. Um, so hopefully this c um, 2 Marketplace 2 will help us to tackle this challenge.
1: And so is it something that A, is only in Hong Kong and B, something that only businesses can use? Or is it something only that you guys can use?
0: So um, we definitely now, we start first started in Hong Kong because um, as a lot of people know, Hong Kong is one of the greatest seafood trading market in the world. Mm. Um, and second will be um, your questions about whether it's just for um, the peninsula hotels to use. Um, the answer is no. We really want to, you know, provide our knowledge and also we want to provide our experience um, to fit into this project. But the hope is really to roll this out to um all the key players in hong kong everyone should be able to have access to this tool because um, when we're talking about solving a problem at this scale um simply having peninsula hotel on board will not be able to solve the bigger problem so we and here we're actually talking about creating a systemic change so we need everyone to to get involved to to, to tackle this problem
1: Okay, and so is it is the tool in existence now? Can different people use it? Uh,
0: not yet. So we are still in the. Um, we have developed a proto to- prototype. Um, so now we're in the uh, in the stage of you know having people to test it out. Uh, we're also involving um, some of the suppliers. Hopefully, oh they're quite um, ready ready now. That, that you know they said, oh this is a brilliant idea. We're happy to you know test it out and then give feedbacks. So for us, we are also um, asking our chef and also procurement team to try it out to see um, whether is there any uh, enhancement that we can do? So we're very, working very closely on that and um, hopefully we can launch at the end of this year or next year. So um, yeah, stay tuned.
1: Yeah, so stay tuned, watch this space. That's really, really exciting that you come up with that because of course there's WWF and ADM Capital have consumer seafood apps, etc. on how to consume uh, s- seafood sustainably, but doing it from the business uh, side is going to be super exciting. So that's great that you guys are doing that. Um You guys also have a really interesting oysters initiative with TNC. And we had Maureen Thomas from TNC on the show a few months ago to tell us about the project. But I was just wondering how you guys got involved in that and uh, using it as an example for other businesses that might want to get involved in these types of projects.
0: Um, yeah, we, I, well, before I start, I really want to thank the TNC team for starting such an amazing pro- project, because I have to say they basically reached out to us. Um, and I have a chat with our chef at the Verenda restaurant, um, at Repulse Bay. Um, and the chef immediately say yes, because we're desperate to further improve our waste diversion waste. Um, and as you may know, oyster shells is super heavy and you know it cannot, normally cannot be processed in the food digester or composting. So we basically just tell TNC, okay, let's arrange a site visit. So, and they are very knowledgeable and they know exactly the concerns and also pain points of um, a kitchen operations. So our chef and also hygiene manager were both very happy with the proposed workflow and they, um, I mean, TNC even provide everything that we need um, that would support us. So that's why it's like, boom, we started um, collection in just two, three weeks time. And then we started to collect information, collect data, and then. We were very glad that it is such a great project that TNC is now working on. Um, and now we're internalizing some of the you know key findings and hopefully we can wrote this project to um, our other operations as well. So I would say, again, watch this space because I know that TNC is trying to scale this project up as well. More to come, I would say.
1: More to come, definitely. And just trash talkers, TNC is the Nature Conservancy. And the oyster initiative that we're discussing is the Pak Nai Project, where some of the Peninsula hotels, some of the um, Hong Kong and Shanghai hotels have taken on not only buying the oysters from that initiative, but also recycling the oyster shells back to TNC, so we're not just throwing them away. Does that pretty much summarize it, Joshua?
0: Yeah. And I think one of the very interesting point is the oyster shells is being used to create a habitat for new oysters to grow within the Hong Kong water. So um, it's very lovely because everyone knows that oyster is such an important species in the marine um, ecosystem. So not only upcycling the waste, but also creating a better environment for the marine. And it's really um, great initiative, I would say.
1: Yeah. And it's super cool because Hong Kong used to be a major, uh, oyster producer, right? We used to be really well-known for oysters.
0: Exactly. So I,
1: I love that part. And of course, pollution inhibited that for a while. So they're bringing it back. Do you have any recommendations for other companies that to begin initiatives like this to protect the ocean?
0: Well, first is definitely attend the Hong Kong Ocean Economy Summit. Um, And I would say um, during the summit, expertise with different backgrounds and representing different sectors will come together and talk about their journey. So start exchanging ideas with people around you and get started. Um, No matter big or small, I would say every contribution to make the world a better place counts tremendously. And we really have no time to waste.
1: Well, thank you for that. The Ocean Economy Summit that Joshua referred to is the Rethink Hong Kong 2021 Ocean Economy Summit that's they're doing with Rethink and Oceans 3C October 5th. And Joshua is speaking, right, Joshua?
0: Yes, you're right.
1: And you'll be there to answer any questions in case a trash talker shows up and wants to figure out how they of can start contributing. Of course, I'm very ready.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, So it's really exciting. We haven't had an ocean economy summit in Hong Kong really since the Volvo ocean races six years ago. And the time is now. So it's a great opportunity to try to figure out how you too can help protect the oceans and contribute to great sustainability initiatives the way Joshua and uh, Hong Kong and Shanghai Hotels Group are doing. So thanks so much for joining the show, Joshua.
0: Thank you. Thank you, Missy.
1: You can find all the Trash Talk episodes on iTunes and the RTHK on the Go app. Thanks to our partners, Plastic Free Seas. If you like what you hear, I also host the Sustainable Asia podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube for a more in-depth look at sustainability issues here in Asia.
0: Many thanks once again to Marcy, Marcy Trent-Long, for this week's Trash Talk. And she was speaking with Joshua Wong, who is the Corporate Responsibility and Sustainability Manager of Hong Kong and Shanghai Hotels, about their sustainability efforts throughout the years. And you also heard about the upcoming Hong Kong Ocean Economy Summit. Many thanks once again to you, Marcy.